taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC guys and gals. Yep, another episode of PPC Rockstars. And I have as our uh, preeminent rockstar today uh, the very successful CEO of very successful software company called Aquizio, and that would be the founder and CEO, Mark Poirier. Welcome, Mark. Hello, David. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm good. Thank you. Um, before we get started, when, when when will I see you next? Oh, advanced? that's a tough question. It's probably SMX Advanced. Okay, great. In great. five Sweet. weeks or whatever. Right around the corner. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. I'll, I'll contact you separately to make plans. We should. We should absolutely. Are you going to bring wheels? No, not this time. Oh, okay. Then we make different <laughs> plans. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So let's talk about machine learning. And um, let me take a stab at defining it and uh, kind of setting the stage. Um, Machine learning sounds is one of these uh, technologies that sounds like science fiction, but uh, uh, actually started a while back and uh, is accelerating in, it, in its pace of development. Um, think of it as basically software that takes an action, uh, looks at the result, and then takes another action based on the uh, data or the, the uh, characteristics of the result. Would you agree with that, Mark? Yeah, of course. That, that there's a you know it's a broad concept. It's there's artificial intelligence, which is a, the concept of I guess computers or uh, machines that exhibit uh, intelligence, right? This this has yep. been like a, a research topic for like sixty or seventy years. Right. It's, there's nothing new. There, the idea of you know, so Turing, Alan Turing, and his famous test is: is it a machine that's communicating with you or a human? And uh, you know that's from the fifties, and and so from the fifties to the eighties, I think there was a lot of just broad, uh, broad concept of AI. Uh, there were periods where there was no development, no new learnings, or very little, like the dark ages, you could say, or the winter, the winter of AI. <laughs> But in the 80s, um, you know, the 80s and 90s were the years where machine learning started developing a little bit more. And so you're thinking about here, like you said, algorithms that are designed to process data to learn something about uh, the world. Um, so there's many, many kinds of algorithms that are that are out there available for people to do research. So decision tree learning is one. Uh, random forestries. There's uh, inductive logic programming, clustering, reinforcement learning, Bayesian networks. There's a lot. You know, there's a lot of different approaches to uh, building these algorithms and mm -hmm. uh, that have been uh, created over the years by different researchers for different purposes to solve different problems. And um, 
you know, we do a, we do we play with this stuff a lot here. Like uh, a lot of the algorithms we do belong to these machine learning uh, category of 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 algorithms, and then. Over since 2010, I would say maybe a little bit before that, there was a lot of research in, in neural networks. It's also called deep learning, and these are techniques to implement machine learning. Where it's not so much about the human giving the feedback or this is good, this is bad to train the algorithm, but they sort of train themselves. Uh, and they work in layers, so it's a, it's like a sequence of algorithms that process data to to decide whether or not this is something. So, for example. Uh, for image recognition, uh, you can have uh, like a dog, uh, for example, a picture of it with, that contains a dog in it. You can chop it up into a bunch of little squares or little tiles, and then you take that information and pass it to the first layer that will determine, based on maybe edge detection, do I see things that look like it could be a dog in there? And they'll say, okay, I'm 50% sure. Pass it to the second layer that will look for maybe uh, nuance in colors or hues or um, context or hair, like looking for hair, looking for a nose. Like, so they'll go, each algorithm will have its job and they will work together to determine whether or not this image contains a dog and what's the probability that I'm wrong. You know, like I'm 10%, I'm 90% sure that I'm correct with this. And uh, and then they, uh, there's feedback loops where they, they 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 learned okay this was a mistake and here's why and so forth so so but the algorithm but the the software basically does it all on its own mm-hmm. uh, or much of it on its own and the learning and it becomes better and better at detecting and so we see this today with um, you know basic photo software that everybody has on their phone uh, from uh, whether it's Apple or Google where they detect a face but I have children. And I've, uh, you know, they ask you, who's this? So, you, you know, you say, okay, this is my son. And, and then uh, you show him pictures at different ages when he was born and so forth. And after like three years ago, but, you know, I never even went there, but it recognizes the face and the, whatever. The, it's, 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 it's fantastic. And it's, uh, these are very capable uh, technologies that, are, that work on cell phones today and that work, right. of course, in cloud computing and so forth. Right. Um, so that would be one application that's uh, common. And that's what powers this image recognition capability is at the core of the technology for self-driving cars, obviously, uh, to be able to recognize what's going on around the car and to make decisions based on what, you know, are we, is this a, a tree? Is this a, a stop sign or a red light? Or is this a person standing in front of me? Is that another car? Is it moving? So to understand all this stuff, it, a lot of it revolves around our ability to detect uh, what's in the field of vision or around the car and uh, on the sides of the car and so forth. Gotcha. So, wow. Um, good overview and good examples. Um, what are some examples of the way uh, generally marketing has taken advantage of this? Yeah, I think I think a little while back, maybe, I don't know, eight, seven, eight, nine years ago, something like that, you saw a lot of social media companies that had something called sentiment analysis. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. No. The, the ability to understand like, uh, if people are talking in a positive way or negative way about a brand, for example. Uh-huh. Okay. So companies like uh, Radian 6 and many others uh, built software that would just basically drink from the Twitter firehose. 
<laughs> and, and and try to see you know who's talking about you and what are they saying? Is this positive, negative? Should you do something about it? So I don't know whether or not these guys were or are using uh, these kinds of technologies in the background, but they should. I'm pretty sure they are. You know, uh-huh. like this uh, pretty straightforward application of of machine learning is to understand natural language. It's another area where there's been a lot of progress. So being able to understand what's being said and is this something that's positive, negative, and if so, what should be done. So this is an an application that's related to marketing that's been around for a long time. But I think think, uh, a lot of it where we play, we play more in the field of search and uh, social media, Facebook advertising and things like that. And uh, we work with uh, smaller businesses, you know, so we try to to become the marketer for them. So we're, that's a lot of the research we do is how do we how do we make the best decisions, the more impactful decisions on our own. And, yeah. um, you know, so that the small business operator doesn't need to think about these things. So controlling, you know, budgets and bids uh, based on time of day, day of week, based on what we've observed in the past for him or for people in his category uh, are applications of of uh of deep learning uh and all kinds of machine learning work as well just controlling bids and budgets is mm, not necessarily the the most cutting edge application of, uh, of machine learning uh-huh. there, but they're they, you don't have you know you're trying to solve a problem what's the best way to do it you know so we use algorithms there but controlling money definitely in advertising online advertising is a big deal but moving forward you know we're looking at how can we write text ads for our customer how can we write ads or put together ads automatically how can we pick placements or pick targeting um uh like uh, wh- how are we going to target a specific audience for example or what keywords should we use or making these decisions uh you know, today it's, it's, it can be tricky, especially for a sophisticated marketer. But yeah, the, for smaller guys, I think this is a great application of of this type of technology. Sure, sure. Hey, listen, um, want to get more into how you guys are using machine learning? I know uh, it's an intrinsic part of your software, but first, let's break away for some words from our sponsor. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. How much are your best ideas worth? PriorThings.com gives you an added layer of protection for all of your intellectual property, ideas, and creative things. New business idea, pitch deck, PowerPoint presentation, song lyrics, source code, killer blog posts. We help you protect it all. How do we do it? We use the same technology platform that secures transactions for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Learn more at PriorThings.com. Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry Radio listeners by going to bit.ly slash Founders Circle. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. 
Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with Mark Poirier uh, of Aquizio, Aquizio software that uh, uses machine learning to, uh, well, I'll let Mark tell you. Mark, what does Aquizio use machine learning for? Yeah, we, we use it mostly to control money, to control how we're going to spend uh, money across different publishers uh so meaning different search engines or, or uh, social media platforms facebook instagram google adwords bing ads to be specific yep. uh, who gets the next dollar and why and uh, not why but who gets the next dollar and the idea is always to improve performance so it could be to generate more clicks more conversions improve return on ad spend uh you know these are the classic cases like generate more phone calls and so forth and uh, not only where do we put the money, but also at what, so not only which publisher, but which campaign deserves the money. Uh-huh. And then um, the bids, like controlling the bids, like how much am I willing to bid uh, to get the outcome I want? Like I want to spend less money. Obviously, we always want to spend less uh, and improve my results. So how I want more clicks for the same amount of money or more conversions for the same amount of money. So that's the very specific problem we solve in general is to yield more uh, for a given uh, budget across, you know, it could be just inside of one publisher. It could be across Google AdWords and Bing ads, or it could be across uh, Instagram and Facebook. And uh, it could, you know, it could not today, but uh, soon it'll be able to say, okay, across all of these things, like it doesn't matter if it's search or social media. uh, I want to make sure my money's allocated in the best way possible. So, These are immediate applications that that we do uh, today, but the goal is always to try to take away the complicated work that's really important uh, uh, from humans and to give it to something that can always make the right decision. You can, you know, you can, it's funny, I say you can trust the algorithm and people usually don't. (laughs) Professional marketers are always afraid of algorithms. It's it's interesting to see that, but it's, it's, it's a fact, you know, because we have our way to do things and then that's this black box comes along and- (laughs) <laughs> it's a little scary, but it always, you know, it makes better decisions consistently uh, than humans do, driving better results. Sure. Hey, refresh my memory. Um, so you have what you call BBM, that's bid and budget management um, technology, and uh, does that? And I know that it, it regulates the uh, spend to hit a certain budget target, even across campaigns. Would it do it for the for the entire, let's say, AdWords account as well? Yes, wow, that's okay. the idea. Is you create campaign groups across. You can do it inside AdWords or across AdWords and Bing Ads. You can create campaign groups that uh, that cross the two uh, publishers. Gotcha. Yeah. Another thing I'm interested in is um, does the bidding algorithm take into consideration? Uh, 
the audience and is it capable of extending the reach to people who um, are similar to the audience? No, no, it does not. It should. This is obviously like a, uh, this would obviously be a great application, uh-huh. but it doesn't do that today. Today, it's just a, uh, it'll take the structure that's that's there. You know, we can put some uh, create some clusters like artificial clusters. Say I want to group these things together and so forth. But um, today uh, it doesn't uh, try to build like lookalike audiences for you. These are great applications uh, that we should research. To be honest, we're not researching that right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I, I know that this is a, an important area of research. Right. Just, improving targeting in general whether it's through audience extension or through leveraging keywords differently or uh, who knows like the placement uh, targeting or interest targeting demographics there's a lot of areas where we can uh, let software make decisions on our behalf sure hey let's broaden this out a little bit um i had christy uh, olson on the show not too long ago we're talking about um Virtual assistants uh, like Alexa, like uh, Google Home, mm. uh, Microsoft's going to come out with theirs by the end of the year, um, prob- probably some others. And uh, I think it was yesterday, Amazon announced a version of um, the Echo that includes a screen. Ooh. Which really intrigued, really intrigued me. I know where they're going now. <laughs> yeah, and and it's funny because they're still calling, and 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 some industry people are still calling these things uh, intelligent speakers, right? They're they're really uh, pushing forward the high fidelity uh, sound that you can get from these things, and less so uh, the general useful usefulness of the anthropomorphic agent we used to call them yeah. uh, so where, where are we going with that and how's it going to affect uh, marketing and advertising that's a great question because i i, I think there's a, there's a play for uh, these kinds of technologies to um to to be a vehicle for ads i i see it already i i, I don't know that the screen is necessary for that like i i that's really i didn't know about that i just say uh, you just taught me something that they're releasing a device with a screen yep. and I, immediately my mind is like oh they want to take advantage of available ad inventory and already get you know because i think the the other way is to have um when somebody asks for something to create opportunities for competitors probably if they're asking for a brand specifically to create opportunities for others to say hey you know if you buy uh, my uh i don't know my my detergent uh, I'll sell it to you for um, you know five dollars cheaper. Um, would you like that? Yes, no, no. Okay, so then you go back. So it doesn't have to be that uh, much of an interruption. Uh, I can imagine like a different ad concepts that would be just voice activated, mm-hmm. where you can accept or, de- or or decline an offer, for yep. example. But it would be different. Like they couldn't take advantage of existing inventory it would have to be you need to educate advertisers towards that you need to get create a critical mass of them to generate a marketplace so that would take time i'm wondering if they didn't release the this screen i'm sure it's not the only reason but the one of the reasons or one of the applications would be to to show ads video ads or display ads Mm. well 
considering the fact that with Alexa you can place orders for Amazon uh, products, um, I, I'm, I'd say that's a dead certainty. Yeah. Now, what, what's interesting is that um, Amazon has licensed the technology to a company that had a, an Alexa-like or an Echo-like product with a screen. And it, and it was released like a, a month ago and, and immediately sold out. I think they, they sold $3.5 million worth of their merchandise uh, within the first week. So there's wow. that. And, you know, apparently Amazon feels good about that. So um, I think that it's a safe bet that any of these technologies or any, any devices where these technologies end up will have built in the ability to order Amazon stuff really easily. For sure, yeah. But well, what's G- Google going to do there? I mean, uh, that's one thing, but Google has a play in the game as well. That's right. And, you know, you could argue they're the biggest uh, ad network in the world. Sure. So this is their business, right? So I wonder how they will bring this to life. Okay, so um, I have waiting for me in a factory somewhere a device from a company called Clarity, that is exactly what I just described from Amazon. It's a uh, virtual assistant with a screen, uh, except that this device has both Echo or Alexa technology and Google Home technology incorporated in it. Ooh. Yeah. And when are you going to get that? Are you going to uh, bring it to Seattle? <laughs> I think I will. It's supposed to ship to in that. June. I'd but yeah. It's something I would bring with me. Did so you any- know that they, they don't have these things here in Canada? You have to go to the U.S. to buy all these assistants? Oh, no kidding. I'm serious. Wow. Yeah. Including Google Home is not available here. You have to buy in the U.S. Wow. They're being extra cautious. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by the whole concept because uh, – uh, you know, going back to machine learning, there's a lot of machine learning going on in uh, Google Home when you can actually carry on a conversation. In other words, um, you can say something like, uh, uh, how old is Michael Jordan? And then you and get the answer and then say, um, what companies does he own? And in the second query, you don't specify the name of the person, the device or the technology is following this thread. See what I'm saying? Amazing, yeah. But I think the the most amazing capability there is the natural language process, the ability to understand you and to get better and better at understanding you and what you're asking and your specific intonations and accents and so forth. I think Good point. That's, that's really key. And translation applications from, uh, I've seen Microsoft, universal translators, almost like Star Trek. Right. That are amazing. Yeah. Hey, speaking of amazing, we have some amazing words from sponsors right now. So everybody stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrand. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. 
Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjorgeDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back, headed into the home stretch with Mark Poirier. Um, hey, let's get back to PPC. Um, Without uh, divulging too much, where do you see uh, the machine learning and artificial intelligence uh, technologies uh, helping PPC campaign managers in the future? I think it's uh, it's the applications that software companies will make of it, including Google, inclu- of course, you know, probably starting with Google and Microsoft and uh, Facebook. You know, like these are these guys are sitting on a mountain of data. It's unbelievable. We have a lot of data as well, obviously, but they have a lot more, a lot more capabilities. I expect to see a lot of innovation coming from these guys uh, in terms of uh, new ad experiences um, that can work with voice act like for Google Home, for example. We just talked about that. I think this is a whole area of innovation that will rely on our capabilities to process human language. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the ability to write is uh, something that we can't uh, ignore. Uh, there are uh, lots of examples of books that have been written by computers that are uh, interesting. You know, it's not necessarily the best book you've ever read, uh, but clearly um, there's something there. You know, the ability to sort of write um, text, write symphonies, music, and so forth, right. uh, movie scripts. Um, as something computers are able to do now fairly well, and it's just early days. So I can, I can imagine that the whole idea of make for smaller guys, I'm sure uh, it won't be the same for large corporations. The creative piece is way too important. But for smaller guys, I think we're going to get to a point where you'll just give Google your money. <laughs> right. <laughs> just give Google your money, and uh, they will spend it until uh, they can't reach a threshold of profitability for you. And you know, that'll be the type of relationship that advertisers right. have with with companies like that. And uh, you know, com- companies like us, we you know we're trying to innovate around that to facilitate that and make it happen sooner than later. 
Right. Hey, I think you were at the Bing Ads Next uh, event last November where they had a little demo of um, natural language uh, technology. Yeah. And um, they showed us uh, two poems side by side and ask, asked us to, to guess which one was written by the human and which by the machine. And uh, the majority of people picked the poem that was written by the machine. Yeah, the Turing test. All right. Really did, you know, it was entertaining. It was. And at this event, I was just at an event two weeks ago, uh, and I'm not allowed to talk too much about it because they made us all sign NDAs. Uh, but suffice to say that they're, they're demoing technology that uh, translates language in real time into any language from English to Italian to I think they had an English person, a French and an um, Italian, I believe, or something like that, having a three-way conversation. And it was unbelievable. Wow. Uh, un- unbelievable. Yeah. So we're there. You know, this yeah. is happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what deep learning is. You know, it's just uh, incremental uh, leaps forward versus just machine learning algorithms that, uh, uh, that, that, that everybody uses today. You know, the deep learning field is just uh, where it's at right now. And you know what? It's all happening right here in Montreal, by the way. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, toot our own horn. This, uh, yeah, for years we were like, uh, you know, we're from Montreal. Let's not make a big deal about that. But now we're very proud because a lot of the this fundamental research and deep learning comes from here and Toronto. Cool. That's excellent. Yep. Hey, listen, we need to, unfortunately, come to the end of the show. Um, I want people to uh, learn from you how to get in touch with you. Uh uh, at Mark Poirier uh, on Twitter, uh, Mark at Acquizio.com, M-A-R-C at Acquizio.com, or you can just go to our website. I'm easy to find. I, I don't think you – I don't. hopefully nobody struggles finding me. Um, right. LinkedIn, same thing. Uh, Mark Poirier uh, should, gotcha. should be easy. And let's spell Acquizio. It's A-C-Q-U-I-S-I-O. That's correct. Excellent. A-C-Q-U-I-S-I-O. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, thank you, Mark. I really appreciate you coming on, and um, we'll make it uh, another time soon. That's great. Take care, my friend. All right, you too. And thank you, listeners. Come on back in a couple of weeks for a brand new episode of PPC Rockstars. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 